everyone. Welcome to Flip It Curiously. I'm Tony of Flip It Downside Up. And joining me, as always, is my co-host and friend. This is... Hey, guys. I'm Brennan, the Curious Picker. Curious Picker. Uh, Brennan and I are resellers. Uh, we enjoy the adventure of hunting for treasures, garage sales, thrift stores online, even through people we know. Uh, we purchase items that people believe have a downside. We sell them for a profit on eBay and other platforms to people who believe they will have an, or have an upside and will pay a premium for those things. And our hope is to have a great time uh, while educating our listeners about reselling, talking about life in general, and sharing great local beers. Couldn't have said it better myself, Tony. Uh, so thank you guys very much again for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. Uh, today is Monday, September 20th. This is episode 17. Uh, so we are continuing to roll on, which is uh, a lot of fun. It's It's been good uh, continuing to do this here. So it's been, I'm trying to think, when was the first episode? How long ago was the first episode? How many months have we been doing this? Thing? We've been doing this probably since, what, April maybe? Let's see. I think so. Episode one was March 24th. Wow. All right. Good stuff. Yeah. So. Again, episode 17, thank you guys very much uh, for hanging out. Um, and Tony said towards the end of that intro there, we do like to uh, share a beer. Uh, we like to start off with our favorite segment, at least I think it's our favorite segment, <laughs> uh, which we like to call Sip It. Uh, so we will both share a local beer. I'm going to kick it over to Tony for uh, that sound. It's cold too, which is great. Oh, yes. Very nice. Very nice. Tony, good to be with you again. Let the people know, what are you drinking this evening? All right. Tonight, I am drinking Columbus Brewing Company's Bodhi, uh, Double India Pale Ale. Um, I don't think I've ever had this on the podcast, but I have had it before. It is 8.3% uh, ABV. And does it have, it doesn't have, a lot of these will have like a little description of what it is, but it's just a double IPA and... It's hoppy. A little hoppy there. It's really good. It's one of the few. It's one of the few IPAs that I see consistently. Like if I go on the Untapped uh, app, it's one of the ones that is a good amount between four point one and four point two rated, uh, and it doesn't go below that. And that's you know typically you're looking at three five to four is a pretty good beer. Or a decent beer. I don't usually buy anything below three point five because okay. I'm guessing if they don't like it, I probably won't either. Uh, but yeah, it's a really good beer. So, a Columbus Brewing Company, Bodie. This one's a really good one. They've got some other ones that aren't as highly rated. So, I picked this one instead. Of There's the other one was Technicolor Hat. Okay. I didn't. That one didn't didn't look like it was very highly rated. So I picked this. And it's a good choice. I'll be. I'll be. Uh, what do they say? Two is it two sheets to the wind? Two something to the wind? Three. Three, three sheets. Three, three sheets, sheets to the wind, wind by the end of this for sure. Yes. And I used to know, I just heard like where three sheets to the wind came from. Okay. And now I forgot it though. So <laughs> uh, but, but luckily. Uh, that's right, Google machine. So three sheets to the wind. The sheet is the line that controls the sails on a ship. If the line is not secured, the sail flops in the wind and the ship loses headway and control. And that's where you get, that's where the three sheets to the wind came from. 
again, I will be three sheets to the wind by the end of this podcast, most likely. Very nice. Very nice. And the uh, the name of that beer, Bodhi, just randomly reminded me of one of my all-time favorite movies, uh, Point Break. Just classic. I, I've never watched it. What? Oh, jeez, Pete. Uh, yeah. What kind of movie is it? Is it action? It is action. It's, I don't watch uh, it. <laughs> you don't watch action. I, I mean, I've never been, like, people are all into that hard and stuff. I, I just don't care. Oh, I love Die Hard. Yeah, I just love it. Like, oh wow, there's an explosion. Okay, there's another one. Oh, yeah, that's fair. What it's tool not... did that guy use to get out of this situation? Is that is this MacGyver? What do you have? Is it a is it a paperclip? <laughs> that 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 is fair. That is fair. This this one this is a classic. This is classic Keanu Reeves, Patrick Swayze. <laughs> way yes yes well, way back in the day. Little uh, little bank robbery surfing. It's a, it's a pretty. It's I pretty do cool movie. like I do like um, heist movies. I'm a big fan of the heist. Uh, there's one with Denzel. Uh, um, uh, what's it called? Heist movie. <laughs> Denzel. <laughs> man. Inside man. <laughs> Inside what do we ever do without Google? Uh would know nothing <laughs> or would maybe we'd be more accurate in our in what we did know <laughs> i read maybe. this on the interwebs <laughs> that's right as uh, as stuff. facebook shows with all my all my family members gotta love them gotta love them did you fact did you fact check that at all <laughs> uh it was on no. the internet <laughs> yes yes it was Everything's Anything. true. Everything's true on the internet. So you said Point Break. Is that what it was called? Yeah, I love that movie. It's classic. Uh, but I mean, if you don't like action movies, you might not, you may not like it. But if you I'm like the heist a, movies, it's I got like, the. I like the heist stuff. I'm a big fan of. Um, I, I like like the thriller, um, mystery stuff. Like I don't know, uh, Dan Brown, like Angels and Demons, that kind of. Mm. That kind of stuff I like. I like when there's some sort of like you've got to really think about think what's about it. Yeah. So no, I I I like that as well. I, I don't like a whole lot. I think they're of, like cerebral th- thriller or something. Yeah. I don't like a whole lot of out of this world type type stuff. I do like more of the this could happen type type uh, type movies. So like speed. Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> fantastic movie somebody brought talking, that up somebody was <laughs> speaking of keanu and his excellent acting chops um somebody <laughs> mentioned that recently like okay that bus when it jumps like i guess it jumps it jumps something like there's no way that it would maintain its 50 mile an hour speed when it made that jump so yeah, not uh, so anyways let's yeah. let's move on since we're already <laughs> off topic and we're just already and it wasn't me this time. No, that was me. That was my fault. Sorry Brennan, about that, guys. We'll bring it back around a, here. You have a beer with you tonight? I do. I do. Uh, we're getting close to the holiday season here, the uh, the fall season. Um, my wife loves Halloween. Halloween is a huge, huge deal around here. So okay. I like Halloween beers. Yeah. So I've got Matry Pump Can. Okay. Uh, this is a spiced ale. It yeah. is 7.9%. Uh, spice ale with cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger, allspice, and molasses. Okay. I don't know if I've had this one. I probably have. 
I've, I looked at that twice. I looked at it today and I passed on it and I looked at it when I bought, I got two other beers in the fridge. Um, they're both pumpkins. My favorite is the pumpkin Southern. Yeah, that's, a good, that's a really good one. Um, this one's good, but I prefer the pumpkin nitro. Um, that's even better for me. It's more, I don't know if that makes it more, uh, I don't say more milky, but that's what it seems like in my head. Like this, this wasn't as good as the nitro, which is what I bought a lot last year. Gotcha. And then I also have this one called whole hog uh, mm. and it is a pumpkin ale. And I strongly dislike this beer, but I'm, I've drank, I've been drinking it because I paid for it. Yeah, that's, that, that's fair. It's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, beer, you know, I enjoy it, but it's so expensive. If you screw up and get one that's not good, you've wasted, you wasted 10 to $15 minimum. Unless you buy High Life, then you're good. So, so what, what do you think of that beer? How's it taste? It's very good. Um, it, it's a very, it's actually pretty smooth um, with the spice. They, they've put a pretty good, pretty good little balance here, especially at this high I mean, 7.9 is a pretty, that's a pretty solid yeah. um, alcohol content as well. Maybe I'll have um, to try it. Yeah, it's good. I love, I like, I really like the fall beers. Yeah. I like the dark beers come. I do come too. I, I've, I've gotten more into those for sure. Like uh, I'm, I'm more into stouts uh, than I ever was. Um, the milk stouts are good. The one that you had, uh, excuse me, recommended was the, was it Samuel Smith? Is that what it's yes. called? Yes, the, uh, chocolate. the chocolate, organic chocolate stuff. That is, I think that's my favorite. Like right it's now, that really beer is just, so, I, I so good. It's very good. I had one last week. It is, it is fantastic. Just perfect blend. Yeah, good stuff. Awesome. Good beers this week. Good beer. Yeah, yeah, we're getting into, I mean, fall is, fall is here. I mean, we're, yeah. we're pretty much there. I think fall, when does fall begin? Does it begin this week? I believe the 21st, 22nd, maybe I might be, I might be a month off. My dad mentioned something and he's usually not right. So <laughs> uh, Wednesday, September 22nd, you were correct. Two days. All right. Well, fall is, is almost here and it does look like coming in Thursday here in Ohio. Uh, we are going to have, we got rain forecast a lot this week. We've got a cold front coming in. I know the high on um, Thursday is like 73 three i think at least in dayton so where you and i are we're usually pretty uh similar in, in yeah. temperatures my parents up on lake erie and sandusky their high is only in the 60s somewhere so they hmm. it's a cool lot down. different it's very different for them in the summer they're very close to us maybe a, de a degree or two off but once it comes to the colder weather they're always a lot colder based on uh being on lake erie so yep. anyways uh moving on how can you connect with us? Well, we have, as the podcast, Flip It Curiously, uh, we have a YouTube channel that we'd love for you to subscribe to. And if you want to watch us uh, instead of listening, you can certainly do that. Um, both. Any comments you'd love to make, uh, please do so on, on our videos. I, did, I have been checking those a little more often. Uh, we're getting a few more comments here and there. Uh, and then we also have uh, flipitcuriously at gmail.com. We are looking for listener questions. If anybody has any questions, comments, um, you want to say anything, uh, we'd love to uh, we'd love to to hear from you. And uh, Brendan, 
have you uh, sent Kurt his stickers yet? <laughs> Sorry, Kurt. You you've got <laughs> a neutral you got a neutral feedback now on that. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's no, it's it's I, I, it's it's past neutral. That's, uh, that's <laughs> that is that's poor. That's bad feedback there for sure. Um, did you send me that email, or is it in our? Is it in the? It's in Flip It Curiously emailed, and then okay. I did I did uh, pass it on to your email. Okay, to my Gmail, which I just deleted all twenty three thousand emails I have. <laughs> uh, so, so those yes. are those, and then we also do have buymeacoffee.com slash flip it curiously. As we continue to grow, anybody who does want to uh, donate to our cause of educating other people and drinking while we do it. Um, you're more, more than welcome to also do that. Um, and then I'll go ahead and talk about my social media. You can connect with me on Instagram, flip it DU. I think I'm going to start uh, a Facebook one as well, which I think you, you said you have also. Yeah. Yep. I think I'm going to do that where it's just mimics the Instagram for people who like Facebook better. Um, and then, and I also cross post those to my personal account as well and then uh flip it downside up on youtube um you know if you'd like to subscribe and follow me uh i haven't done a video in over a month but i've got some footage and i'm hoping uh to sit down this week and actually do it lots going on so it's taken a back seat but i do want to say that this weekend i had three big milestones i hit 400 followers on instagram i was really happy about that I hit 100 subs on YouTube this nice. week also, and I also hit 11,000 in 90 day sales for the first time ever. So milestones, it's all of that stuff is motivational for me. So uh, if you'd like to connect with me, those are the ways you can do it. And then for Brennan, Brennan, what are the best ways to connect with you? Uh, so we've got YouTube, um, the Curious Picker, uh, as well as Instagram and Facebook. All three of those curious picker, you can reach out to me there. Um, I do tend to respond pretty frequently, at least on YouTube. Um, Instagram, I've been a little little behind on Instagram. I haven't done a whole lot of posting there here recently. Um, no, I, haven't, I haven't seen a whole lot lately. I just haven't, I just, I just haven't had the time really. You gotta, to, be, in the, you gotta be in the do mood it. to do it too. And yeah, you know, Instagram, is not profitable you know it's not bringing money in but it could potentially which is why i'm trying to put a little bit of time in a yeah. couple times a week you know i'm not great at it but you know i'm can, tr i'm trying <laughs> it can definitely help it can definitely help grow your mm -hmm. like your your user base and your following yeah. i think um i was talking with john earlier and uh, there's this there's a group that he that he follows uh i think it's mojo cashers i think okay um and they're on instagram and he's he will sell things to them like mostly i think they do lots of clothing um, okay. lots of like cool t-shirts and things like that and they've got a really good instagram following so they use instagram a lot for for their promotion of their items and they, they you know they've got a big enough following for those that odd type of thing you know and that they're able to sell a lot of things that we would have a tough time selling ourselves because uh -huh. of not having that that group. So yeah. it's definitely useful if you've got the time to really to really push it push it that way. I just haven't <clears throat> haven't really done it that way, unfortunately. But maybe someday we'll see. I understand that. 
I understand that. All right. Well, moving on, let's talk. Let's go into our sports minute. Oh, yeah. The Browns wins. Hey. The Browns win. Um, I would say a win is a win uh, after watching yesterday's game. Uh, it was kind of a an up and down, but I don't know about you. I don't – I never felt like – even when I heard they were losing, I was driving home for the first hour from Kentucky, and uh, I never felt like they were going to lose that game. I never – and that's what's been great about them the last the last year or so is like there's been games where you don't think like even if the other team starts to come back or they start strong, there's certain teams where I'm just like, I'm not concerned. Uh, yeah. They're going to win this game. And honestly, last year, that Jets game where we had no wide receivers, um, <laughs> I thought I was confident until the until the very end of that game that we were going to, you know, until it came to the point where you could tell we couldn't come back. Um, I thought for sure, you know, we got this, like this yeah. team good enough. We got Chubb and hunt. We've got this. And it didn't, it didn't work. Cause there was literally no one to throw to. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's tough. That's tough when you have no receivers, of course. Um, yeah. I, I had the same feeling as I was watching. I was watching red zone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the I had the same ADD football. I love it. It's so great. Uh, except for the four minutes where it, uh, it went offline that was oh really yeah it was, was like early self or was it your internet it was no it was it was actually red zone yeah so it was like i mean it was early on it was like maybe 15 minutes into the uh the one o'clock games um yeah i just, just stopped stopped working for a while which is it's funny i'm sure there are lots of people like what what's going on who but does need, who yeah. hosts that is that nfl network um red zone or is it its own entity it's its own entity it's not nfl network okay. um i know the the host is scott hansen okay they have siciliano on and any i think them? he i think so okay. i think it depends on i think if you have direct tv it's siciliano yes it is yeah yeah, yeah. if you're going through anything else it's uh scott hansen i think that's the way that that's yeah that's set up yeah, Andrew lives out in LA, if I'm not mistaken. I think he covers pretty extensively the Rams um, and and those teams out there. But he is a huge Browns fan, um, and I follow him on Twitter because he's he always has comments about. I think he's from the area or worked in the area up in Cleveland at some point. So, okay. but uh, so I came up with something as I was getting ready about an hour ago for the podcast, and I thought, you know what, let's do let's do let's make this segment a little more um, formatted and, and let's, let's say it's the good, the bad and the ugly of yesterday's game. So I've got a list of, of things that I think are good, bad, and ugly in that game. So I'm going to start with the good and the good. The first one I have is Grant Delpit. Um, Grant Delpit made his NFL debut after tearing his ACL in the preseason last year. Um, he's an LSU grad. I'm an LSU fan. So I wanted him badly. I knew how good he was. Um, I think he won the award for, or one of the awards for best um, defensive back or something, uh, or it was an all American or something, I think uh, at safety, uh, but he had a monster sack. He about took that dude's head off. I don't know if you saw, did you see that play? Oh, I sent it to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. That was, whew. so that he looked had, like it hurt. Yeah. He had that sack. Excuse me. He forced the fumble on that play. He had, three solo tackles, two assisted uh, tackles. 
uh, in the play before that sack, you, you were watching red zone. I was watching the game. I like to see every single thing that happens so I can criticize it and listen to the radio and listen to them criticize it. Um, the play before that he dropped an interception. It was, it was one of those where the guy missed and it went right. Like it was right to him, but he, he wasn't able to haul it in. And the next play he knocked that guy's, uh, Davis Mills, whoever that is, they knocked his head off. Um, so I will say in terms of the, the good, what I put he brings speed and awareness to that safety position. Then I feel like the guys they brought in should be able to do, but I don't see that with either of the other players. And I'm getting a little nervous about the ones they brought in because the, the Hill guys injured of some, some, I don't know if he played or not, but he seems to be injured. And this Johnson guy keeps getting it. It's like, he keeps rubbing his hamstring and stuff. And it's like, what, what's going to happen. But the thing Delpit is, he's so much faster than Ronnie Harrison. Like I'm, he should be at some point, he should be the, one of the starters. Uh, I, he showed a lot to me yesterday. I thought he was one of the good yesterday. So my good, the obvious good is that they won. Yep. I think that's, that's, that's the obvious good. Uh, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Baker Mayfield. Yes. And when you look at the, you know, if you're a fantasy player, you know, if you're looking at, fantasy stats that you're looking at you know you're looking for 10,000 yards touchdowns Mm -hmm. like that you're not going to exactly see that right now from Baker uh, because the the game plan is we've got a great offensive line great running backs we're going to run the ball and don't screw it up (laughs) basically right and I don't want to call him a game manager because he's he's definitely more than that yes um so this this game he threw he scored a rushing touchdown. He had one pick. Yeah. The pick was not the pick was not on him. Nope. Um, that doesn't show in you know in the in the box score. It shows as a pick for him. But that was that was a receiver running the receiver not completing his route, uh, which which caused that pick. Yep. <clears throat> so and you mentioned this earlier about his uh, his completion percentage. Yep. So in the past the the first two games of this season. So I think the first game he was 90% or no, this game, he was 90, 90%. 90 21 this week, 90.5%. Like that is, that's near perfect when it comes to passing the football, 213 yards, touchdown rushing and a pick. Then I think last week he was, I think overall he is 81.6%. He is, completion. and I think he, I think he leads the league in completion percentage right now. Like uh, that is, I mean, that's that's amazing precision accuracy. Like knowing the offense, knowing exactly where you need to go with the ball, and I dare you outside of Cleveland, <laughs> outside of Odell Beckham, who hasn't played two games, yeah. to name his number one receiver. Yeah, like the. It's just a bunch of – I don't want to say a bunch of guys because these are the best of the best as NFL. They're not bad. They're not bad, but he, he, he doesn't have a star. No. There's no one that you're like – if you're a, def- a defensive coordinator, there is no receiver right now. You're like, we stop this guy, we can win the game. Right. And I think that's a testament to him also spreading, spreading the ball around and knowing exactly what he needs to do. So my good hmm. – my good is Baker. Yeah. 
Do you know any other quarterback in the league who was really good at distributing the ball and not ever having a really, like a really top receiver? Do you know anybody else like that? I, I, I mean, I might, I might think of one. I, I got, I got one. He's a little old. He's a little, um, old. He's a little, little old. He, you know, he's, he's in that state where people like to go to retire. Um, yeah. But he's gonna go win a Super Bowl this year, anyways. <laughs> Probably, he's gonna go ahead and take himself take himself another one. Yes, that that, that guy. Yeah, that guy is. Brady uh, did the same thing, and his completion percentages were great. And and what ended up happening is he ended up compiling stats the more he got used to to playing his style of ball. And with the running backs they've got, I had Baker on the list of good. Also, he gets a bad rap, but. Baker Mayfield got hurt after the interception, trying to make the tackle after the receiver didn't run his route, which caused the uh, interception. And then he went in the, in the back and popped his shoulder back into place. It was dislocated, popped it back into place, came back, completely changed the game plan to screens and short passes, went 19 of 21 and won the game. Oh, also ran that touchdown after he popped his shoulder. I was like, oh, I don't get hit. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. But I texted you and I said, one thing Baker has not done over these years is when he has green in front of him, he doesn't seem to run. He's still looking around. And I was really glad to see him have the awareness to say, I can get that first down or I can get that touchdown because we had one yard. The one yard line was would, would be first down. So he we had a chance to get a first down without a touchdown even. So mm-hmm. but that play was awesome. And yeah, that was fantastic. So Baker, and let's talk a little bit about his one touchdown pass. Demetric Felton, I heard on the radio today, that that guy, now I'm not a fan of what he's doing in the return game. That Their, their special teams are not real good. Yeah. I'm not happy with their special teams. But Felton was in on three snaps. He was targeted twice. He caught two catches, 51 yards, and had one of the most amazing touchdowns 33 yard touchdown reception. He was spinning, juking, knocking guys fantastic. off. It was amazing. Two targets on the field three times. I get that they don't have, I don't, I get that they don't have like they don't have a lot of room for other people. But are you telling me that like Harrison Bryant, Bryant, the third tight end, is more important than putting a guy on the field who has the speed and ability and agility to do what he does? You're telling me that once Jarvis Landry went out. And Peoples Jones had a fumble, was never targeted again after that. Anthony Schwartz, you know, made, didn't finish his route, never was targeted after that. You're telling me that a guy like Felton couldn't have been even more positive in that game yesterday. I was really impressed with him. And he is a, uh, I think he's a running back out of UCLA, I believe. Um, Okay. Interesting. He's amazing though. He's the kind of guy that I'd love to see, uh, compete on the team and then you're a fantasy guy the other guy I put down um was Nick Chubb there's what can you say about Nick Chubb he had 95 yards rushing 21 yards receiving uh, a touchdown uh, just uh, an amazing touchdown it wasn't like oh yeah he's just he just he found exactly where the crease was and was not touched one time he just he outran everybody um and he averages 6.8 yards per carry in the league and he's scored a touchdown in the last eight games he's been play, that he has played in. Um, he's never going to be the league leader in rushing uh, or score the most touchdowns because they have so many weapons. Um, 
this guy is one of the best in the NFL, and he does not get the credit that he deserves for that. He he's, wins us games in the fourth quarter. He is one of my absolute favorites. He's awesome, like, and he's just a good – he's a good dude. He is just – he <laughs> is just a football player. Uh, he is – he is very quiet. Like, you don't hear anything from him. He oh. just goes out and he plays. But one thing you brought up was that you won't see him leading the league in touchdowns and whatnot. The one thing I think they're doing with him, which is great, I, I th- because they have so many weapons as well, yeah. and because running back is such it's such a brutal position to play, they are not they're not just trying to waste him. They're not just trying to say, hey, you know what, you're going to run 30 times a game. We'll use you for two years, and then you'll be washed up, right? So he he only he had 11 attempts yesterday for 95 yards. Do you know how many attempts Derrick Henry had yesterday? Crap ton. 35. Guess whose career is done in about two years? 35. That is that's three times the amount of attempts that that Chubb had yesterday. Like that is an insane, mm-hmm. insane amount. Yeah. Now Derrick Henry is, he, he's a beast. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is, we're he not is. a Titans podcast or whatever, but this dude, I was just looking at his stats. He has for his career. So he started in 2016. Mm-hmm. He has got 1,234 rushing attempts in his career so far. I'm surprised he's not done already. Yeah. Like that is insane, but he's, it, he's a different, he's a, he's a beast. He's he built is. from a different his shelf class, life right? though. Like he's at the end of his shelf life. Oh yeah. In my opinion. I mean, um, running him that much. I mean, he ran 378 times last year, 303 the year before, like he doesn't, unless he's got something that we don't know about. I don't know how much longer you can keep that up right. at that position. And I listened to 92.3, the fan out of Cleveland. I listened to them this morning and they said the same thing. They said, you know what they're doing with Chubb that I love is they're making him a 10 plus year career by running him the way they're running him. Um, You know, the guy had injuries in college, like first game of the year, I think it was against, I don't know if Georgia played Ohio. Maybe it wasn't Ohio state, but he, he tore his ACL um, one year, first game of the year. And he was, he was going to be the guy. Um, and, but anyways, he, um, he, he's amazing. And he's just a good yeah. guy. I watch him after he gets tackled and I'm always looking to see, is he gonna, you know, I'm wondering if he's going to show any emotion, like, you know, get upset at a guy for doing something or, and he's never, I mean, he's even keel the whole, the whole time. And you very rarely see him in any outburst. I, I don't think I ever have. But, I don't think I have either, but he's awesome. And then the last thing I'll say about the good is the run defense is a good run defense. Um, we're ninth in the league this year, only 77 and a half yards per game. Um, I will say that they seem to be able to stop the run pretty well. Um, let's go to the, let's go on to the bad. Um, are the bad and the ugly are the same thing, right? Say that, what's that? The bad and the ugly. I got two different ones. So for the bad, I, I went and I put Jarvis Landry's injury. Um, uh, but I also, put, I also put Jedrick Wills' injury. Jedrick Wills forced – they kind of – he forced his way back into that game to start yesterday and he was taken out because he can't, he, can't play. he's not doing well. And um, what they were saying this morning was, I hope that he does not. Um, I hope this doesn't set him back even further, 
which it could, because you see those offensive linemen when they have an issue with the leg, it usually it lingers and yeah. it affects them the whole year. And I'm hoping he sits out. Um, the guy who came in for him, I, I don't remember who it was, maybe Blake Hans again, the guy, the guy named Blake that met Baker before the game last year. Um, <laughs> whoever came in ended up coming in and, and filling in pretty well for, for him. Uh, but then that Jarvis in, injury, he's got an MCL sprain. It looks like it's day to day, but he'll probably be out a few weeks. Um, so I would say for me, that's the bad. Um, yeah, no, it's a good call. My bad was just going to be the defense. Just the defense. I got the ugly here. Uh, So the ugly, I'm going to start with Anthony Schwartz. Um, Anthony Schwartz, the wide receiver who did not complete his route. uh, Baker threw the ball to him where he was supposed to be at the end of his route. He stopped, looked at the defender, um, did not finish his route, and the ball went right to the defender because he didn't finish his route. That's ugly. Um, That guy had a great first game. He was terrible yesterday, was not used. And I think he was, I think it was almost like a punishment for, for doing what he did. That's unacceptable in the NFL. And for a guy who trained in the off season with Jerry Rice, um, I'm sure he wouldn't be okay with that. So I got Anthony Schwartz and then the past defense, the past defense. My goodness. They have the 10th most pass yards this season uh, per game, 272 yards per game. Um, I will have, I don't like when people get injured often, uh, but it's a good thing for them that Tyrod Taylor got injured because he was carving them up. He, yeah. and I'll tell you what, he was targeting Denzel Ward and he was killing Denzel Ward. He was not playing well in the secondary. Um, they literally could not get off the field on third downs, uh, last week or when, uh, Tyrod Taylor was in there, um, in the, in the game. But once that, that rookie came in, he had no shot. He might, he had maybe two series where he was okay. Uh, but, but they really did not have a shot, uh, uh, after that, but God, that pass defense, I don't know if it's, we talked about it. Joe Woods, the defensive coordinator, I would think he's on a pretty short leash right now. I would think so as well. Um, like I, like I said, the week one, it, Week one made sense to me. Like you're playing Mahomes, you're in Kansas City, Tyreek Hill. Like, okay, I'll, I'll let it slide. But then yesterday, Ravens down two cornerbacks. Tyreek Hill only gets three receptions for 14 yards. So I can't believe that. I didn't I see. I mean, that. yeah, I mean, that's so, I, I, yeah, the defense was very, very disappointing yeah. yesterday. And it's, <laughs> it's sad when you're. Team. That's not a good team. Um, they're, they they're, should be. They were supposed to be the worst team in the league this year, and it looks like the Jaguars might be the worst. Yeah, team. I think the Jaguars are probably the, the Jets worst. Jets are. Team. Oh my, the Jets. The Jets are. Jets are not good. That quarterback had four intercepts, three interceptions in the first half, four interceptions yeah. overall, and at the half he was like, he had as he had four receptions or four completed passes and four interceptions at the same time. I mean, so, Belichick will do that to you as a rookie. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, it's true. That 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 will definitely happen. They um, yeah, the the defense just wasn't. It just wasn't good. It, it's sad to say that we need a Tyrod Taylor to not be playing. I don't know how much of Taylor's success was knowing Cleveland. I mean, he 
It was a I different. It was I a different wanted, coaching staff when he was it there. It was. It was. But he knows. Uh, Denzel Ward came in the same year Baker did, which was the rookie year. Tyrod yeah. there, so he knows Denzel Ward's tendencies. Yeah. Um, I mean, and he's Ward a is a good back, a good defensive back, but I personally think he's an overrated back that doesn't get targeted as much as he should. Should. Yeah. I could see that. I mean, and Tyrod is. I mean, he's been around. Like he's a. I mean, he's not Patrick Mahomes, but he is a very smart. He understands football very well. He knows that position very well. And if he if he has a weakness and he spots it, I mean, he's going to he's going to take advantage of it. So yeah, I don't want to see him get hurt. I, I, I hope he gets to come back and finish the season out. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So hopefully we'll. Yep. Sorry, good. I said his his, you know, his injury was a hamstring. And unfortunately, as we're seeing in the defense, man, um, our, I don't know what it is with this league. I have never – you didn't watch the game in real time. You were watching the red zone. I, I kid you not, anybody who watched the Browns game – and I know we're talking about this a long time, but this is a chance for us to talk too. Right. I have never seen so many injury timeouts in my life. It was nonstop. Uh, there had to be at least 15 players, if not more, that had injury timeouts and left the game, came back really? in, whatever it was. It was it was nonstop. Wow. Is that conditioning, you think, with it being early in the season, lack of preseason play? Um, I want to know, because someone called the radio show and said, what is going on? How are these players getting injured so easily? Well, none of them, they don't do anything in the offseason anymore. They don't really do can't much. tackle. They don't, right, they can't tackle. You're not doing it. They're not playing preseason games anymore. You know, and I will give the defense a little bit of a pass. You know, you got two more weeks, two more games. You got the Bears next week against a rookie quarterback, most likely, because Dalton's out, I think. Yep. And then yep. you've got you got the Vikings the weekend after. I think the Bears is a winnable game. It seems like their defense is okay. But the Vikings have a really good offense, the kind of offense with Dalvin yeah. Cook, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and Kirk Cousins that could that could carve up that defense as they are currently. They have yep. two more weeks to prove to me that they can play defense. Um, that defensive line had no pressure the entire game. Miles Garrett does not look good. Um, he looks winded. And Daryl Ryder, who is one of the beat reporters, mentioned today, he's like, when I when he first got COVID, I said, I'm really scared about his the long-term effects on, on Miles Garrett. And it's showing he still does not have his win back. And that man is chiseled yeah. like a Greek god. <laughs> yeah. And he's he's huffing and puffing, sat out a couple series even. And uh, that's that's scary. There was no pressure most of the game. Uh, thank God for Delpit on that one play. Yeah. Which is a pr- I mean, they should have so much pressure. They should. Between him and Clowney. Right. I mean. There was none. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. I'm hoping they 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 get it together this yeah. week because, like you said, you get Bears this week, but then mm-hmm. you've got Vikings, Arizona. Arizona, both of, the, both of those offenses are yeah. Arizona, very good. Arizona is a complete team. That's going to be the hardest game in the next couple. I mean, we could lose some of these games, but I think they should be able to beat the Bears and the Vikings. Um, Arizona is going to be. It's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a tough one. They've played really well to start yeah, the season. Very so, much so. But anyways, uh, that is our sports 30. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, again, we, we just, we're talking about things that enjoy, we enjoy and that it's our chance to 
be sports casters and, and right. <laughs> Monday and morning quarterbacks. We, yeah, we enjoy doing and no, we'll never get to do so. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, we could, we could just start a sports podcast. I mean, anyone could do it, right? Shoot, we get John in there. We get, we got a bunch, we get a bunch of listeners right away. I mean, come right. on. let's do it. I wouldn't mind doing that. I love, I love sports. I love to just talk about it and argue about it and stuff. But um, yeah, I, I do as well. I think I, maybe, maybe in the future, maybe we'll uh, yeah we'll put together let's a little sports Yeah, see what podcast. we can do. Yeah. So let's move on to our weekend reselling. It seems to be the last couple of weeks um, have, have still been good for, for all of us. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just judging by our group text, you, John and I, uh, we have a lot of, We've had a lot of good things happen here in the last couple of weeks, minus a coffee pot, a coffee maker. Um, <laughs> so, but that went well for some of us. Mm-hmm. It went well for one of us. <laughs> not, not, life. not so much for for me, but right. uh, <laughs> you know, it happens. It, it happens. Oh man! All right. Um, let's go to our. Uh, let's go to our our find of the week so far um yeah find of the week find of the week week. i've got a good find of the week okay i've got i've got a i got a couple i think i'll just probably go with i got two i'll probably go with two all right you ready you can go ahead with yours if you'd like yeah uh do you enable screen sharing i wish it just let it so that it always worked. I had some of this set up prior to. I should have just one uh, participant shared. Did that give you the option to share? Uh, yep. Okay. I can share. Screen. All right. All right. Can you see that there? Bang it, Olafson. That's right. Uh, right (laughs) so i went to a i went to an estate sale uh in indian hill which in cincinnati is one of our is one of the most illustrious places i guess you could live in cincinnati very very high high value homes very very expensive homes there Uh, this home was not anything super special but it it still because of where it's at, it was probably a $400,000, $500,000 home. Um, but anyway, so uh, at the sale, they had a Bang & Olufsen turntable. Uh, it was a, a, I forgot the name. It was a Bayoff, Beowulf, Bayo something. Definitely a Beowulf. Beowulf something. You said that uh, yesterday, I think, didn't you? Yeah, it was a Biogram, Biogram. Okay. So I don't want to give away too much because that's going to be my bolo later. But uh, um, so I bought this turntable for thirty. Uh, the turntable itself uh, is it's not bad. It didn't look like it was in great great condition. And a lot of times with turntables, they're they're very difficult to to ship safely. Um, you've got to really know what you're doing with a lot of them, especially the ones that have the the metal the metal turntables inside of them there's a lot of work that goes into actually putting those together and shipping them properly mm-hmm. um so i didn't i really didn't feel like messing with this one so i paid 30 for it 
I looked up the cartridge as I always do on any turntable that I see. And the MMC5 is the cartridge that this one has. Uh, I've seen I've seen two comps for new or one new for 250, a used one for 250 with the manual and um, the case and everything kind of tested. So mine is not really tested. So I went ahead and threw it out here at 180. Uh, that might be a little high uh, for an untested, but I still think, I think at the very least, I'll be able to get a hundred bucks out of out of this cartridge. Uh, so I put it out there today at 180. So we'll we'll let it sit for a little bit and see see how that goes. And then I'm going to put the the record player. I'm just going to put in our sale, which is this weekend. Oh yeah, good idea. That's just really good. You guys have that option. I wish I could uh, bring some of my larger stuff down <laughs> for that. Like, that's the kind of thing that you guys have a place to do that, which is awesome. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm sure you could. I mean, I know the guy. You could, uh, <laughs> I'm sure you could bring some stuff down for sure. Um, so I'm going to throw it in there. Yeah. And like I said, I pay 30 total. I'm probably just going to put that in there for maybe 15 or 20. And okay. then obviously, you know, getting this to sell for a hundred or so. And I'll be, I'll be very satisfied with that. So Bang & Olufsen MMC5 cartridge. Uh, that is, that is my find of the week. That's banging. Oh. I like that. <laughs> banging <laughs> hilarious all right um let's see i'm going to i've got a couple finds of the week um where, where's my let me get my uh i didn't write them down like i was going to because the kid was like i need help <laughs> those kids all right so find of the week let's talk about our bolo last week for a minute Last week's bolo for Brennan was Acorn Media DVDs. That was Friday night we recorded. The following day, I went out to some sales. I went to a community sale in downtown Dayton in one of the historic districts. It was not very good. I left, went up to near the Fairborn area uh, to another community sale. It was also not great. Um, it was a um, retirement community and there were only three houses there. So where that's located is one of my favorite Goodwills that I go to when um, I pick my son up in Columbus, drive back down uh, Route 70, get off on 675. And on my way home off of 675 is, um, is this Goodwill on Dayton Yellow Springs Road. So I stopped in there. Um, and I went through, was looking at the toys, which is where I usually start. And I did not, I didn't find, I didn't find any of it. So I went over to the DVDs, which were put in a different location. And I noticed there were some BBC network DVDs. So I started looking some of them up. I looked about three up and I looked up, up. And on the very top shelf, just lined on the top of the shelf, were 18 seasons of Midsummer Murders which is seemingly one of the most valuable series of the Acorn Media. So 18 seasons of Midsummer Murders were sitting there. There was one called The Good Neighbors. I've sold that. There was one called the uh, Cadfail Something Collection, which is a PBS show. Sold that. 
I sold both of those for 25. I sold another one for 25. Um, I can't remember exactly. Oh, that was called uh, up, is it upstairs, downstairs. Is that what that one? You found that one as well. Yep. Yep. That was not an Acorn Media. That's A and uh, A and E Network uh, DVDs. Um, and then I found one called the Palisers. I found one called Bergerac, Inspector Morse, uh, the Miss Marple Collection, a Back to the Future PlayStation Three game. I bought twenty eight. Is that right? Twenty eight or twenty seven DVDs or whatever. And I looked later and he charged me only $2.99 for each one of those. So when you look at that total, I paid 95 for 28-ish items. Um, and I've already sold 75 worth. I've got the Midsummer Murder, the 18 of those up for 275. Um, I've got some watchers on some of, on actually all of the other DVD sets that I have listed. I've got watchers on each one of those, I believe. Um, so that's that was awesome and i knew about bbc i always looked those up i knew about acorn media i've known that for a while but you reminded me and it was just so weird it's like you spoke it into existence it happened the next day i loaded my cart up again 28 box sets basically of dvds and the guy i got really lucky the guy only charged me 2.99 because they did not put labels on them and typically those would have been a heck of a lot more at a goodwill being that they were box sets. Um, yeah, they're probably looking at four ninety nine to six ninety nine. At least six ninety nine yeah. is what I was thinking. And uh, yep. when you said ninety five, I thought it was a little high, but I was like, okay, it's you know whatever. And uh, I'm really happy. Uh, that's going to be a really good deal once I sell. You know, once I sell the Midsummer Murders, um, you know, I'd take I would take all the way down to two hundred, maybe even a little less. But I put it up where I saw it. I saw one through eighteen pre owned uh sold comp for 300 so i put it up at 275 uh, no offers yet uh and then i'll add offers in in about a month maybe a couple weeks we'll we'll see you know i for me it's one of those things now where i want to start moving products um, but i am trying to be strategic about some of the things i do so that was an awesome find um and it's funny because that next day after i texted you you're like i'm going back to that sale and you did, yep. and you picked up how many how many different Acorn uh, DVDs? So, they were all box sets, right? They were ind mostly individual or um, a mix. There, it was a mix. There were some that were box. There were a few individual, but they were a lot of them were individual, but the same thing, right? Yeah. So there were, I think I ended up with, I want to say eight to ten Midsummer Murder. Uh, or maybe I think it was eight eight series of Midsummer Murder, um, a bunch of Inspector Morse, um, couple couple others. Uh, so I don't remember the number off the top of my head now of how many I picked up. It was, but it was I mean something, wasn't it? I think so. It was like fifty something. 58, 56, 58, I think is what you told. Something us. around there, and it was basically, I think I paid sixty bucks. Yeah. Um, for awesome. all of them. That's awesome. Guys, keep an eye out for the BBC Network DVDs. Um, like if you just found one Midsummer Murder, I left some. There were some Blu-ray of the newer seasons and I looked them up and I was like, I just, I wasn't going to lot them with the DVDs. Um, and I didn't like the sold comps because I didn't know how much they were going to charge for them. I was like, eh, 10, 15 bucks. I don't know what they're, if they're going to charge me three or five right. or six. I don't know what they're going to charge me. So I left those there. And I left a bunch of Sherlock Holmes uh, 
there's a bunch of Sherlock Holmes uh, DVD sets. And honestly, had I had I known it was going to be $2.99, I probably would have picked those up too, because I, I would have profited on all of that stuff had I, yeah. but I, I left them. Um, but that was all, that was just so awesome. The day after we talked about the bolo that we both were like, yep. <laughs> I can, yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's just, that's crazy. That I walked out of the store and was like shaking, like, oh my God, I can't believe <laughs> I found 18 seasons of Midsummer Murders, which is really sort of the bolo of bolos of those mm-hmm. networks shows like look out for big lots of Midsummer Murders. Um, yep. So that was awesome. Um, so that was one find. I'm going to share my screen for this find. Um, I went to the thrift store the other day and it went really well. Um, let's see. Share, oh, share screen. All right. Cute baby. That my ba- Oh, yeah, that's my baby. All right. So um, this was another find. I found at the thrift store the other day. I found one, two, three, four really good items there. I found <clears throat> for $2.99, I found this guy here. Uh, this is the Halloween Village Accessory Department 56 Haunted Rails Straight Track. The curved track is not worth very much, but apparently the straight track has a lot of value. So um, this is the straight track. I paid $2.99 for these. I found two of them sitting on the oh, bottom wow. shelf at a thrift store that is not very well attended. Um, I was really happy with these. So this is what they are. Um, the other, my other listing, I actually have them turned. The, that bothered me that I didn't turn that, but um, it, whatever. But uh, $2.99 a piece. I found both of those and I have them listed, um, pre-owned. They're selling brand new, which these are pre-owned, but you could uh, barely used. Um, they're selling for 160 plus uh, brand new each. So I got two boxes of these listed. I put them at 135 a piece. I put no, I don't think I, oh no, I did. Looks like I did put offer on it. Um, I did put offer, but I did not allow, I did not promote it. Cause I'm like, okay, people, people who want these are prob- probably have a notification saying that you know, so I was like, I'm not going to promote it yet, but if I don't see any action in this next week, that gives me a month before Halloween. So I want to get them promoted. So found two of those that day, $3 a piece. If you what, look up, what's that? What made you look that up? Like Department I probably, 56, Halloween, 56. Village. Halloween Village. That's what made you look it up? Absolutely. Okay. I'll look up anything Department 56, especially if it's Halloween. Yep. Makes um, sense. I've been getting into the Halloween stuff. As John said, Halloween sells better than Christmas does. Yeah, it's fantastic. And uh, people who like Halloween, as you know, love Halloween. I mean, yep. there, there's a house I pass all the time down here by, the, by our house. It's just they have so many statues and things out in their in their uh, in their front uh, front yard. It's crazy. Those people really, really, really love Halloween. Uh, at the same thrift store, I picked up. I paid fifty bucks for this. Now, I'm hoping based on other comps, I cannot I cannot find the exact exact model of these. I bought hearing aids. Oh wow! 
these are Otacon and I wear hearing aids and my battery is a 312. The box said untested. Well, guess what? My battery fit. So I tested them there and they, they work. They're pretty gross. There was a lot of earwax. It was pretty <laughs> nasty, but I got it as close as I could to make sure they worked. Uh, these are like in the ear, uh, full, full shell, they're called. Oh, wow. um, I can't find the exact model. Uh, I'm real confused by their, their lingo. Uh, in the thing has the card of the guy that sold them. I might actually contact him or my audiologist who is very cool. And she, uh, she asks me all the time if I've been finding good stuff because she knows that I'm doing this full time now. So I might contact her and ask her to help me um, get the exact model of what these are, what the, uh, the MSRP is on something like this. Um, I paid 50. I'm hoping I didn't overpay, but based on the sold comps of other Otacons, I should be okay. I just am hoping these are not custom fit to that ear. I don't know. So gotcha. they, they work. Um, and hearing aids, I paid a total of seven grand for my hearing aids. Wow. Um, so hearing aids cost a lot of money. <laughs> Jeez. Anyways, those are my those are two of my finds uh, of the week. Uh, the only other one I was thinking about at the same place for $8, I bought a vintage Coleman uh, cooler. Um, I've got it right here. I'll at least show the people on the video. It's cool. For $8, I bought, it's a diamond. It's got the diamond logo. It's uh, I love those things. in really good shape. It's got the diamond on the top. It's got the uh, the tray inside. It's in pretty good shape. So for $8, it does look like some of these. This one is definitely longer than some of the sold comps I've seen. Um, they seem to sell for over $100 potentially. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see if I want to sell it that way or not. But for $8, I figured I could not pass on that. Um, it's a really cool vintage piece also so yeah, at the very least you can put it on marketplace if you don't feel like doing ebay right. it. and, and I, maybe i'll do that because again eight dollars i think you'll find somebody who's who's interested in that yeah. so all right so those are our finds of the week i'm going to go ahead to my top sales um i've got two of them here Number one is I sold, now this is the second time I sold this, the first time someone paid. This is the Canon SureShot AF35M2 Autoboy Vintage 35 millimeter <laughs> film camera um, at the case. I found this at about two o'clock in the afternoon at a sale that had been going on for several days. I paid $4 for it and it sold for $125 global shipping um, just the other just the other day. I shipped it out today, actually. Sold this That's week. That's awesome. So that was a really cool one. Again, uh, the point and click cameras, look them up. They're not all worth a ton, but there's some really great stuff there that you might not realize. I've just been, if they're, if it's three bucks or less, I'm yeah. just grabbing it. Yeah. Just, yep. I, yeah, I guess probably five bucks or less for the most part. I'm, I'm just grabbing them and throwing them in. For the most part, you'll find them. They're, they're going to be one to three dollars most of the time yeah i went to an estate sale or two an estate sale or two this weekend and i found some and i'm like 
nope, this one's not of quality. This one, like some, I will tell you what, estate sale prices are outrageous on the first couple of days. Even oh, when they say like 40% off, like I bought, I bought a little vintage um, uh, um, perfume actually that looks like it, I paid like, a, I paid $2. He said, he said it was 40% off. It was $3 and it was 40% off. And he's like two bucks. And I'm like, your math is not accurate. No, um, not quite. But, <laughs> but anyways, I, I, you know, it was fine. It, it, there's one that was brand new sealed that sold for over 200 recently. And I paid wow. two bucks. Uh, it looks like it is full. It, it doesn't look like it's been used if, if, you know, so I bought it. There was only one sold comp. We'll see what happens, but just, they had some crazy prices on their cameras and stuff. So then a week prior on Thursday, I went to a, this was the estate sale. I told you, I found this for $5. This is the lady who said she did not properly get it published. And so people like John did not see that it was, that it, it was happening. Um, Always good. And the other guy, the other reseller guy who I've seen before, an older gentleman bought a bunch of, of the harmonicas and I was looking at the ones he bought because he had them in a pile. I didn't know that he had picked them up. They were just in a pile in the middle of the room on top of other things they were selling there. It was really weird. And so I looked and I looked one of one or two of them up and they were going for like maybe 60 or 50 a piece. He left. This is the only one he left. Okay. It was five bucks. I paid five and I sold it for 165 in Jeez in a week I, I listed it monday and i think it was sold by um it was sold thursday so that's awesome yeah so that was a really good find for me i'm going to stop uh sharing here and let you go on to your sales of the week those are my two sales i had i had pretty good sales over the weekend especially um i'm really happy uh where with where i'm at i've got a long way to go but um I, i'm i had pretty good considering the amount i've been listing <laughs> Yeah, no, those are those are fantastic. All right, so I will share. And so the first couple of my sales I'm going to go through um, have come from the the Acorn Media. We are Acorn right Media back at it. Yeah, I mean, I just I have to. I feel like I need to go through these because yeah. a lot of these I did not know, you know, what they were. Yeah. Um, I just, I saw Acorn Media. I'm like, all right, I'm buying, I'm buying everything. Um, so this is, so I've got four sets here that I've sold so far. Uh, so this is Inspector or George Gently, not Inspector. Oh yeah. Inspector George Gently. Okay. Um, so series one through eight, this one sold for 45. I think that is a complete series. I think it goes one through eight. Um, this is not like the action. This is not the physical box set that they make of it, but it's all of them, all of them together. So that one sold for 45, which I was pleased with. Nope, nope, I don't want to do that. Okay, go away. Yeah, there we go. Um, we've got upstairs, downstairs, which I think you said you had as well. Yeah, you sold it for more than I did. <laughs> did you I, have I, put it? It, I put it for 25. I wanted to get rid of it. It's quick. Hey, hey, yeah. Right on. Did you have the same one with the, the series and the, the bonus? So this is the complete with yes. a bonus spinoff or whatever. Yeah, it's the same. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that one went for 34. Nice. Um, I guess I could have listed it higher. Yeah. Yeah, that one didn't it didn't take too long. I think it just sold recently. I, I packed that one up today, actually. Okay. Um, 
Then we've got The Last Detective, another complete collection. And this one went for 32. God, I can't believe those were there on the last day. I know. And ap- yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the last day, like these were, these were an hour away from going into the uh, St. Vincent de Paul donation bin. Yeah, I mean, it was Man. very, very last minutes that I picked a lot of these up, which is just awesome. And John, John went to the sale before me that, that mm-hmm. second day. And he well, said he that, that he went that day also. Yeah, yeah. He said he went that day. He said he he, go, he did not go the first day, right? He he decided not. He to, and you yeah, killed it did. on that sale, right? That first yeah, day. Yeah, the first day was was awesome. Yeah, I up, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a great sale. It's such a good sale. Very big church. I mean, 114 years they've been doing the sale. So like it's um, it's it's That's a pretty amazing. big deal. Yeah, like it's it's what's a it's a pretty the church. Deal. Well, I guess I'll ask you offline. You can tell me what the church is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep that to ourselves. No. <laughs> um, so yeah, he, John said he went and it, he walked in. Mm-hmm. He saw that the he saw that okay, there's DVDs here on the left. I'll get back to them, and he just never made it back. Never made it back around um, to him. So yeah, you know, hey, lucky lucky me. Yeah, for um, sure. And then the last one I hear on the DVDs was uh, Prime Suspect. This one seems to be a really good one as well, if you ever see this one around. Again, it's a complete collection. So if if you're lucky enough to find a complete collection set, um, complete collection box set, I think if you can find these for five bucks or less, they're probably going to be worth it. Obviously, look it up to be sure. Um, Anytime... Anytime I see anything that says complete series or complete collection, I'm at least looking it up. Yeah. For yep. sure. Yep. Agreed. And then my other really good sale from this week, completely different from all of these. And oh, wow. Go ahead and cover up that person there. Um, so I bought this cash register probably about a month ago at a church sale for eight bucks. Uh, it didn't. It did not have the keys, so I, I did order the keys, which cost me another eight dollars, uh, and just kind of waited waited on those for a while before I listed. Yeah. So sixteen bucks in, sold for one twenty three. Um, I don't. I don't know why these sell for what they sell for, but uh, this is a pretty pretty nice little register. It, uh, I was able to test it out, and it actually it doesn't have. I'm assuming there should be some sort of a cover definitely <laughs> here that's that's not there um yeah. so I, i'm not sure why these well, sell for what they sell for well, but. think about it if if you let's say john's let's say your shop was an everyday shop right and you guys are thrifty people um maybe yeah. you've got a boutique store in a downtown somewhere you need a cash register do you want to pay the 300 or 500 for the brand new one? Or are you going to go try to figure out where you can get one for cheaper? You know, especially if it's one of those stores that it's just starting and you're not really sure, like you've got to have a lot of things go right for you to make it. Yeah. You're going to want to buy something that's cheaper than something that's brand new. And um, at least that's my thought on it. That would be my guess. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's a good call. So yeah, that, oh, that makes sense. So I was very happy with those sales, yeah, obviously. Awesome. Um, and this cash register is very light as well. I, 
I know a lot of times you think cash registers can be very heavy. Uh, this one was uh, it's a pretty light one. So if you ever see it around, Casio electronic cash register, at the very least, look it up. That's awesome. All right. Um, I'm going to go on to, to Bolo. And um, my Bolo this week, I found out about, I did an airbrush event down at University of Pikeville in Pikeville, Kentucky, which is way the hell away from here. Um, Sounds it like it. <laughs> oh, it was the longest I mean, it wasn't, it was four hours and maybe like with my stop about four and a half hours, I had to stop and get out of the car to walk, yeah. just get up and, you know, I, I'm not that old. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm 40. Uh, I, my body was hurting just from being in the car as much as I was. So anyways, I went down there, went to this event, this poor guy that had this event set up. Uh, the football game got changed twice this time to even later in the evening the football game this event was supposed to start at eight uh the football game didn't get over until about 9 30 um and it's a smaller school and the people so they had us doing airbrush hats and t-shirts and then there was this company who was coming to put in a floor on the gym floor to do like roller skating and have music and stuff well, they either broke down or ran out of gas or something. They were supposed to be there at five o'clock, got there at seven when we got there. They didn't get set up. It was supposed to start at eight. They didn't get set up to almost 9.15. Um, I felt so bad for this guy. I have never done such a small event in my life. I did literally less than 15 hats. Um, I'm typically doing 75 to 150 items per event based wow. on, this was supposed to be a three hour event. And we really only airbrushed from maybe, 9 30 i i even stayed a half an hour later just in hopes that some football kids would come in no i ended up just we ended up making shirts for the guy who was running it he's in charge of campus activities and he's got intramural basketball they are having a game next week and so we made shirts for those guys i mean it was it was so disappointing but 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 anyways uh what i did find out there is the guy who was the videographer is a big he does some YouTube stuff. He's um, he was a student there. He also is a big video game guy. I learned, um, and he had me do a shirt that said "Free," um, M capital M lowercase V capital C two, and I said, "What in the world is that?" And he said, "It's free." There's this movement in the video game community called Free Marvel versus Capcom Two. And there's a game called Marvel versus Capcom 2 uh, that apparently Disney, who owns Marvel, will not allow to be produced right now. Um, and I guess what it is, is this video game, um, if you look up the comps, Marvel versus Capcom 2, it's for like, I think, PS2, Xbox, original Xbox, and Dreamcast. Uh, there's some really, really good sold comps, and it's because this game has not been produced well I think it got produced once after that and it was very, very poorly done and the sales were bad and, um, and Disney just said, nope. So if you look up the sold comps, it's a pretty good pre-owned game. If you ever do run across this and in it, it's probably pretty rare, but I just thought, you know what? Sometimes you look through those games, you have no freaking idea what you're looking at. If you don't see yeah. Mario or a, a Zelda or something, you're not, like I look at the PS2 ones and Jesus. you would think like Call of Duty would be a good game, right? Well, no, it's worth almost nothing most of the time. And there's been 8 billion versions of it. And so, 
you know, I don't know what to look for sometimes, but that's just something to put out to other people. Take a look at Marvel versus Cop- Capcom 2. I think Capcom did like Street Fighter, um, Mega Man, I think some of those games early on. Jeez. So there's some good yeah. soul comps there. Yeah, PS2 soul comps are crazy. Like one. If you ever find it, if you ever find it sealed, if you find it sealed, send it to one of the 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 sham grading uh, places <laughs> <laughs> and get it graded because those are selling for thousands of dollars. So, but anyways, I wanted to share that. It was something I learned that I did not know about. He's, I was like, I don't know what that is. I mean, and I should. I'm maybe I should. I don't. I'm a Nintendo guy, and I, even then, I I don't know much. <laughs> so. Jeez. So, yeah, wanted to put that out there for people. Uh, the fact that they've got a, like a, a, a sort of movement going on right now on social media, like to free it as if it's in prison. Um, I figured <laughs> probably a good reason to say, hey, take a look and, and, you know, keep an eye out for for that particular item. So that's my bolo. Yeah, that's a good bolo. Very good bolo. Um, <clears throat> so I alluded to my bolo earlier <clears throat> with the uh the bang and olufsen yeah um turntable so specifically what i've noticed and this is obviously this one of the great things about reselling and i think we've mentioned this a lot is you know if if you're doing it right you're going to continue learning you're going to start finding things that you didn't know were were worth worth a lot right because of your research you found one thing yeah researching it other things pop up so that's exactly what happened here. So again, the, the turntable that I picked up was a Bang & Olufsen Biogram is the... Biogram, okay. I guess Biogram is the the name, the brand, I guess. And then and then the, the numbers, right, are going to be your model, I guess is kind of the, the way to look at that. So the, what I've noticed is that this 4002 is a very very good brand so as you can see this one here for parts and repair so for 330 dollars so i don't know exactly what's wrong with this one but it's listed as parts and repair and it's over 330 bucks um this one here parts restoration this one also has two of the cartridges 510 bucks which is just it's crazy and again i will i will say shipping these record players is not it's not for the faint of heart mm. it is not the easy, it's not the easiest thing in the world to do um i mean it, it it's doable but basically what you'll have to do anything like this you're gonna have to take you see this metal piece here the turntable itself yeah you're gonna want to take that out mm. you're gonna want to wrap that separately um, typically, if I do something like this, I would take that out. I would put that in its own uh, record player or record box. Record box okay. is where I put that like shipping, in. Shipping box. Yep. Okay. And then you would want to tape down yeah. any of the um, arm arm pieces. You tape those down, and you also would tape down the uh, the case over okay. top of it as well. Yeah. Um, it's just they're. Hmm it's doable it you can definitely do it but it is not it is not like packing a video game like it's it's going to take it's going to take some work 
and some trial and error. I've 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 screwed up a couple of times with, really? with these okay. before. Yeah, where I've I've had them, I've had them show up um, busted mainly because I didn't know to take out the, I didn't know to take out this piece initially. What uh, what happened by not taking that piece out? Is it because it is not attached to anything? Yeah. So this piece will come. And... It'll come loose. It'll mm -hmm. crack the shell. The shell. Basically. It could mess up the arm as well right yeah okay yep that's good to know i would not have known to do that so yeah i i would say if if you're lucky enough to find one that's this good yeah i would i would youtube packing to ship okay yeah because it's 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 not easy it's not it's not as simple as a lot of things that we pack up so yeah um and hey that could be my tip of the week right there if you find a really good record player look up how to ship it so you can get it there safely and don't screw it up like i have done in the past nice all right so you get your bolo you did your tip um i don't have a tip written down but i think if like i don't know if i've ever said this before but um you know instagram is a for resellers is a wealth of knowledge there's a ton of stuff out there people are you know people are posting what they find people are posting how much they bought stuff for what it sold for some people put bolos out there some people there's one girl uh, cosmic deal heather i think her name is uh, she might be the one um but she'll find things that are being i think that's her i might be wrong uh, she'll find things that are being discontinued or have been discontinued that you can still find in the store um you could find like, like maybe it's lip balm or maybe it's a shampoo or something like that. She posts a lot of stuff like that, um, that shows, Hey, be on the lookout for this stuff. Um, I think Instagram is probably uh, outside of YouTube. Now YouTube is going to take a crap ton of your time to learn stuff because you have to watch through the videos and watch, you know, for me, I actually enjoy watching. I'm the opposite of most people. Most people like to watch the footage of people picking things at sales. I don't like that at all. And I actually don't want to put that on my channel, even though I know that's what people want to see. Um, and I, I think I'm getting to the point where I'm making decisions where I don't think that's going to be part of my channel very much, if at all. Um, I just don't like the potential cons I've seen people had the cops called on them before for having a camera. I've seen, oh, wow. I don't want to, I don't want to mess with that stuff, man. Um, and I know that certain thrift stores and stuff in the area, uh, there's certain rules and you can't have a backpack, but you have to have a, you can have a chest, like, uh, whatever they call that, like a harness or whatever. Yeah. But anyways, um, forgetting about YouTube, but anyways, <laughs> I like the part of YouTube that is people showing what they sold because I see, the items that are selling and how much they're selling for. And when guys like John and Lonnie got rid of that, I lost a ton of knowledge unless I go look at their, their page, yeah. because those are the guys I watched. And that's the part that I personally really liked. And I don't think I've ever told John that for me as a reseller, that's how I learned. It wasn't seeing him pick things up, but knowing for him that he's going to make more money and get more views on showing people what he picked up rather than what he sold it for. I get that. I, I do. Yeah. But for me as a reseller trying to learn, that's no good for me. It's not as good for me as the part where it showed how much everything was. Um, yeah. And sometimes the haul part of it's good. I skip through a lot of people's footage. Um, I don't like, I, I'm real, 
I'm real weird about listening to people negotiate. I don't like that. I don't negotiate. It makes me uncomfortable. There's a lot of things. I don't like when I hear people like, is that a GoPro camera? I'm like, I'm skipping. I don't want to hear this conversation because it, it just makes me nervous. Yeah. Um, so anyways, my tip is go to Instagram, follow, you know, get out there, follow the, the, uh, the, the hashtags or follow, follow different people. If you're, if you're selling, put stuff up there because the people, other people will follow you, follow them back. And then you're going to have a feed of things that they've sold and picked up. And it's just things you can say like, oh my God, I didn't know that that thing would sell for 50 bucks. I've seen those before and I never picked them up. So Instagram, yep. I think Instagram's a great, uh, a really quick knowledge builder for, for resellers potentially. Agreed. And just to tack onto that, uh, I'm going to give you a couple of my favorite Instagram follows. Uh, Hustlin Hooks, if you guys have never checked them out. Um, let, me, let me see if they, I the same ones you do. They, they are, they're one of my favorites. Um, they are from Michigan. They're a couple uh, that pick. They are really, really good. Um, I think over the time, I think I, I once I started my channel, uh, I found a couple of their videos, uh, watched a lot of their stuff, and I've seen them. They've been growing really, really fast here very well. Um, They've got almost as many followers on uh, Insta as uh, John does. Yeah, they. Um, I, I, I know that. I know that. Uh, I think a Dean is his name. I know that he's talked with John multiple times. Okay. John, John's helped give him some direction on yeah. kind of what to focus on as far as like the channel and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, they, they're, they're really good. They're, they seem Follow. like, <laughs> yeah, they seem, they're awesome people. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like I said, they're in Michigan. They're, they do a fantastic job. They both mm -hmm. have gone, they were both part-time when I started watching them. They're both full-time now. Um, and they, they, they rock it. And, yeah. um, I also, I really love prison of profit as well. Um, Dante. On, yeah. yeah, Dante is, he is fantastic. He's got a great personality. He's great with Instagram. He is very consistent <laughs> with Instagram, which is not something that I do. Um, but he's, he's fantastic. He's got some, some good information as well. So those are two yeah. of my favorites that yeah. I will, uh, throw out there for you as well All right i got i got three to three to look uh look at um one that you i'm sure you know osborne to thrift oh my god you don't follow him in any capacity at all follow him in every capacity you can um that guy i just just looking at his post right here i just it's the second post in my feed he says 35 packages out the door for the weekend three thousand two hundred and forty four dollars in sales um pretty damn good um so osborne to thrift um there's Pure Hustle Podcast. If you don't follow them or listen to them, do that. They, they, they have some good content out there as well. I like those guys. Um, there's a new one out that I wanted to mention. It's the Hoogs or Hoogs, H-O-O-G-S. If you go find them, they're a new reselling uh, couple. Um, and they show a lot of things that they found um, that have good comps and stuff. I like, I like, I like that part of their content a lot. Um, it's like the dot H-O-O-G-S, I believe. Yep. And then the other one, uh, Dante's a good one, Prison to Profit. But the other one that uh, I find a lot of information from is, let me see if I can find her. It's Stephanie. Get out of here, Bitmoji. <laughs> Stephanie. Um, 
It's Stephanie, S-T-E-F-A-N-Y-F-U-S-O-N. Stephanie Fuson. Um, she's got about 4,000 followers and she shows a lot of things that you wouldn't guess like plush and little toys and just things you wouldn't guess would be worth money um, to have a lot. And I follow a ton of other people. Those are just a couple that came to mind as we talked through that. But uh, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's great knowledge out there. And, mm. and I think that a lot of people... Um, I think a lot of people probably miss out on that. I think that's actually an easier way to gain knowledge than, than YouTube because you don't have to sit for hours and watch yep. through things. Although I think there's, you can learn a ton through that as well for people who are short on time. Instagram is just as good. Yeah. And it's a good entry too, right? Like mm -hmm. you can, you can mm -hmm. get Instagram, you can find a couple of things. And then if you really want to dig into video games or record players or something like that then you can go to youtube and start really kind of honing in on on um on those topics so yeah i, I like that idea i like it like the the hoogs or the hoags or hoogs or hogs or whatever uh, you know they followed me and i followed them really early in in their um their youtube journey they we kind of message back and forth it's hoogs they even have it written in there they got it written in their bio there <laughs> but they have almost two thousand followers on instagram yeah. also, and that's I mean, that's relatively new. And then I think on, on YouTube, um, I know they just had a video hit over a thousand for the first time ever. Nice. Um, so for them, congrats to them. They are uh, 2000. They, they're already at, I mean, they started YouTube after I did. Um, now I'm not putting the time in. They've got 23 videos and they have 606 subscribers really quick. Nice. Um, They've got good content, so I, I I like them a lot. I'll check them out. Yeah, I have six hundred and forty nine Instagram subscribers. Yeah, it's a way to go. You don't post much. <laughs> no, no, I do not. I'm so, not and I'm only following two hundred and ninety six. And so I tell I you what, the you. more you follow, the more people will follow you, it seems to be, um, unless you have like John, for instance, who has sort of a built in, like a true built in following that's outside of the reseller community, yep. um, which is so interesting to me still. Um, but I mean, again, uh, Storage Wars and, and American Pickers have been really successful shows for a long time. Yep. The people who watch that and Antique Roadshow and things like that those people are not resellers, you know, a good portion of those, probably the majority. Yep. Um, so let's, they let's, like kinda, the story. yeah, absolutely. And, um, but let's, let's segue into our main topic so we can get this in. And, uh, but we kind of decided to go with, um, let's just call it thrifting for shipping. And let's talk about shipping. that. Brennan, you came up with this topic. Tell everybody kind of what your thought was behind why you chose this and what it means. Yeah, so the main reason I chose this, um, I, I know as we've talked, you know, about the podcast and talked about some of the listeners, um, a lot of a lot of you are relatively new, or some of you are relatively new to reselling. And one of the things that I thought was really good to point out was how do you get the supplies that you need, um, you know, for shipping. Now, obviously, you can you can go buy you can go buy boxes. You can go to Menard. You can go to Home Depot. You can go to Lowe's. Um, you can go to AM Shipping, which I would recommend. They have a lot of really good deals and boxes at a relatively relatively low price. Um, but what I like to talk about is 
how you can find these items that you need for shipping without paying for them. Um, legally, of course, we're, we're not, uh, I don't advocate for theft. Um, but so what I, I do very typically, um, and a lot, I think, I think a lot of resellers do as well, um, is you go to your local, you know, your local big box stores around the area, the majority of them will have a recycle bin in the back behind the store, there will be a recycling trash can back there. Um, for the most part, I don't think too many of them care if you take the recycled boxes. I mean, they're they're just going to be recycled. It's not a huge deal. Um, and I, I like to go through those and stock up as much as I can. Um, I will tell you a couple of the best places that I've that I like to frequent is Barnes and Noble. Uh, they've got a great selection of boxes, uh, great 1913-8 boxes. So if you need a little bit of a bigger box, uh, Barnes & Noble is fantastic for that. Bed Bath & Beyond, if you've got one of those near you, uh, they're very good for your small, small boxes. Um, so we like to frequent them. And other than that, I will just, it, I will say other than those two, those are the two main two that I would hit just for everyday boxes that I would need. Um, if you're in need of a golf box, right? If you need a box for to ship a golf bag or to ship a golf club, that's a driver, uh, find your local golf store. Most, most of you are gonna have a Golf Galaxy or um, I don't know if Dix has, I, I have not seen a recycling bin behind our dick. So I'm not sure about that, but Golf Galaxy for sure has one. So find a golf store, um, go back there, you know, pick those out. If if you were uncomfortable with going into to a recycling bin to a dumpster to pick it out, completely understand. If you need a golf box, I know that I've done this a few times early on when I didn't really want to go through the dumpster, just go into the store. It's like, hey, do you have any boxes that you're going to be getting rid of? For the most part, they're not going to care to give you a box. Like it, it means nothing to them. They're not losing any money um, by giving you a box. So that's that's another way to get some boxes for things you need. And again, the, the main reason for that for me, for newer resellers is that you're you're still kind of finding your way and you're looking to see, you know, do I actually want to do this? Um, can I do this cost effectively? So any way that you can cut costs and continue to, to give your customers what they, what they have asked for, I, I think is, is a fantastic way. Um, so I'm, I'm a big proponent of, of finding free boxes whenever you can. And if you have a wife or a husband that loves Amazon, <laughs> me and I think we all, I think we all uh, have that. Um, just reuse. Just, I mean, it's it is all about reusing. There's plenty of these things you can reuse, and it, they work just as well. That's where I was gonna go. Um, oh, nice. I keep every one of these bubble mailers that come in, and I ship out in them all the time. Uh, for me, they're free. Clearly, not free, but. Uh, the packaging is free yep. what comes in them or not um 
we buy lots on Amazon. We have family members who buy a lot on Amazon. We have people who will save boxes for us. And I've actually had to start turning boxes down. But now that I've gone full time, I'm noticing the box sizes, everything's dwindling. And I'm getting a little more antsy about boxes. So I have a list of boxes sizes that I need to order like tonight. Um, and I've got, I didn't say it in my fines, but I had a private, I've got a, consi a big consignment deal that I'm, I'm entering into. I've got tons of Barbie dolls. Uh, and I looked at the sold comps. I've got like six totes full upstairs. Um, I don't have room for them down here yet. So they're in my kitchen. Um, but um, this lady's sister died and I went over with uh, Christy's dad. He, he gave me the connection and he's like, you know, I, my son-in-law, uh, you know, sells on eBay and he can sell these for you. Um, and there's between three and $5,000 worth of Barbies up there. Um, there's one like a Munsters Barbie that's $250. It's the Herman and uh, the whatever the Lily, I think her name was the, the wife. And yeah. that one I need to get listed. Uh, but the reason I'm bringing that up is I don't, I'm not listing those until I know I have boxes that specifically fit those because they're collectible. And I don't want to be piecing together boxes for, for, uh, you know, 50 or a hundred Barbie dolls. I want to have yeah. a box that I know it fits in the same box. I know exactly which one to go to. So I'm going to do some measuring tonight, get some ordered. Um, there's certain boxes I buy. I buy from Uline. I buy from on eBay, the boxery, I think is one. And there's a couple different places I buy boxes from, but I'm not going to show you, but I have tons of boxes saved from Amazon, Home Depot, Walmart, things we get shipped in. Um, and another thing, I don't know if people realize, there are so many free boxes at your disposal from the Postal Service. Yep. Um, you know, I got one, two, three, I've got four, five different uh, packages of boxes that came in just last, uh, just past week um, from the Postal Service. You go on USPS.com, you go to supplies, you go to boxes, you make sure that you're looking at the boxes that are... Uh, are free they do have some that you can purchase um here's the caveat i like to sell things that are typically less than a pound uh, i like to sell media well the boxes that are come from u.s postal service um are priority mail which means you cannot ship media mail or first class in those boxes so that's why i'm buying a bunch of other boxes um because i just don't feel comfortable uh you know I don't feel I don't feel like I have what I need here. So there's certain ones I'm going to buy to make sure. But I mean, you know, we are the consumers of all consumers in the United States. Mm -hmm. um, and over even before, but since the pandemic, I mean, online shopping has become massive. So if you're a new reseller, neighbors, friends, family, yourself start saving those boxes, use those boxes to ship, then take Brennan's advice, go out. I mean, it's not just boxes, it's poly mailers sometimes. It's, uh, mm -hmm. depending on how you open them, there's poly mailers, there's, uh, there's bubble mailers. Uh, you know, I buy my own uh, for DVDs and video games and stuff. I buy my own for these, but almost everything else, I've never bought another size because I'm just constantly using these. Mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah. And I'll, I'll say, so for me, pandemic actually, the, the pandemic hurt my free boxes. <laughs> so I, I work, the company that I work for, I mean, I worked in a building and we had two huge, we had four bins full of boxes and peanuts that I would just, at the end of the day, I'm right. All right. It's 20 minutes away. I'm going to take my break. I'm going to go back here. I'm going to grab a bunch of boxes and take them home. So I used to be able to take boxes every single day um, for free and not have to worry about them. Uh, I don't have that luxury now, but it, it is what it is. Um, the one thing I've done recently too, I've, and this was supposed to be my tip last week, but I forgot it. <laughs> Nice necklace yeah. there. Um, it's a boa, actually. A boa? I like that. Yeah, he's trying to be Hollywood Hogan. I like it. Very nice. I would, um, I, I've been just typing in free on Marketplace. Um, and I I found just, I think, a week or two ago, I got a huge trash bag full of bubble wrap for, for free. Just because someone was like, I don't want it to go to a landfill. I hope someone can use it. And I mean, I think that stuff's out there out there a lot if you know if you can look for it so yeah for sure and i'm gonna piggyback off of that with the stuff i've got right here this is all stuff that came in boxes from amazon or from other places i use this religiously um when i was part-time reselling i have since started to pop all these and throw them away because for me it became it became too much i'm i'm, I'm on space i'm yeah now i and I'm not going to show you guys. I have like a uh, hamper. I've got one, two, three, four, four like closed hamper, uh, like a cart that I have. And each one has a different kind of bubble wrap in it. And that's stuff that came in packages that came here. Um, but I got to the point where I'm like, you know what? I'm, I've got too much stuff for what's here. So I started throwing stuff out and just sending it to the recycling or landfill or whatever. Um, so there's plenty that comes in the packaging that, that you can use. You know, I will, I, I'm a proponent of American bubble boy. I just bought a bunch more today that I needed for bubble wrap. Um, we do not have uh, an affiliate link for them, but I think we need to probably figure that. I think that would be something to be good, but so many resellers of the big ones do it that mm -hmm. eh, who knows, but anyways, you know, I use them. Um, and if you're new and you don't want to spend the money, I will say don't don't go to Walmart and Staples and Meyer and buy those bubble wraps. You're going to pay 30 bucks for a little mm -hmm. thing of bubble wrap when I pay $40 for 750 feet of bubble wrap from American Bubble Boy shipped free in two days. Don't buy that stuff um, from from those those big retailers because it's overpriced staples i used to buy one thing i liked in a box for about 20 bucks but then i realized once this happened i, I just started using american bubble boy and so if you're gonna pay for it use affiliate links and things from other resellers look at john cincinnati picker mm -hmm. um some of these other guys lonnie from shed flips pure hustle podcast um uh, uh, Commonwealth picker and anybody who's got it. And I don't know who all has one. A lot of them do now. Um, but I, that's my recommendation. If you're going to buy it, don't go to the big box store and buy it. Same thing with, um, with tape and stuff. There's other, oh, yeah. there's better options for that. Uh, your Costco's, your things like that. You've just got a lot better. Um, you get a lot better options. 
Agreed. Absolutely. That that is almost always always the way to go. Uh, one caveat, which I just sent you, uh, I feel like this has been a really good deal that I've noticed uh, from Office Depot um, here recently, where they're they're selling their their uh, twelve by two hundred foot the the small bubble wrap for twelve bucks, which is I feel like that's a really good deal. I think it's normally twenty five or so. Um, so I, I don't know what that I don't know how that equates to American Bubble Boy as I haven't looked at them recently. But I feel like that one's a pretty solid deal. Yeah, I bought but I typically... bought uh, the three sixteenth, uh three sixteenth inch, uh twelve inches. I bought seven hundred and fifty dollars. Sorry, sorry, dollars. Seven hundred and fifty feet. I've had too much beer. Um <laughs> It was thirty nine ninety nine, which is I think up ten dollars from what I paid last time, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. But um, but still, it's still affordable. That's a oh, good yeah. deal too. That that's a good deal. Yeah, that's one I've been buying here recently. Mm-hmm. Um, just when I was just running out. But yeah, no, that's 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 good stuff. I mean, like I said, just you know, do your do your research, do your searching. I I, I think what you mentioned to me that I'm gonna start doing is because most of my neighbors know what i do yeah um i'm just gonna say hey if you've got any your amazon boxes that you're gonna recycle just go ahead and throw them on the porch yeah and uh you know and i'll i'll take them because mm-hmm. that might be a little bit that might be a little bit easier than going out to yeah. to recycling bins every every so often to, to try to try to find them that way so yeah i like the idea you know uh the idea of now golf galaxy i learned that from john when i came up um, when i did the we did the podcast together i brought a golf club i had he's like i got boxes downstairs i grab these at golf galaxy all the time so i think that's a really good tip for really weird size stuff and yeah even if it's not a golf club if you've got something that's longer and thinner um those are those are good boxes to use i think mm-hmm. personally the usps those weird mailing tubes that are like triangle shaped you know what those are yep these are for the baseball bats but they're so weird like why are i i would rather ship in a box but anyways um they work great for baseball bats but yeah they're they they are odd i've shipped also um uh i I had three different sets of like marvel or no it was dc comics um (laughs) uh what are they uh grill like spatula and stuff i had a oh, yeah. in america i had a batman and i have a wonder woman that never sold and i those fit really well in a in a in a folded over uh you know mate uh what do they call those mailing mailing tubes mailing tube. yep um, and the cool thing about those is that they are not the way that they have them set up is any box you get from usps will never hit dimensional weight unless you alter it and make it bigger if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that sounds right. So that's that's another tip. And if you don't know what dimensional weight is, I don't either. All I know is it costs more. It costs a Usually crap if you're past 12 by 12 by 12, it tends to pop your price up. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you don't want to get, if you get over 108, I think it's 108 uh, cubic. Mm-hmm. I think it's what it is. Then you get the, the balloon rate, which is... Balloon rate's never good. That's never, true. never good. You do not want to hit that. Um, Brennan, this is a lie. Not. 
Pump King says Imperial Pumpkin Pump Pumpkin Pumpkin Ale Pumpkin Pie in a Glass. Let me tell you, Pumpkin Pie. I'm a I'm a connoisseur of pumpkin pie, and this shit is not pumpkin pie. Not pumpkin pie. No. <laughs> it's good. It's a good beer, but there's nothing pumpkin pie. About <laughs> I'm not a huge pumpkin pie fan. I, I, I prefer sweet potato personally, but uh, really, sweet potato pie. Oh yeah. I can't say that I may have had that. I just I, I grew up on pumpkin pie, and I love Thanksgiving. And the next day, when I have severe stomach pain, actually, it's not the next day; it's that day. It's that, By that day, evening. Yes. You are just destroyed, and the people around you are. You know, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> that's that's the beauty of Thanksgiving. It keeps on giving. Right. But yeah, I mean, it's been a while since we had a specific topic for a pod, and I'm glad that we, we came up with one because I think that one particularly would be helpful. I did a lot of that when I first started, and honestly, when I started going away from that, I kind of made that decision because I think Lonnie, um, Lonnie and Shed Flips may have mentioned like that he that they buy all the boxes instead of uh, of saving all these boxes because it's just a pain they're all different sizes and, and he's not wrong about that but if you are not a big time seller and you don't want to put a lot of money into it it makes so much sense to recycle and do that and especially if we're saying as resellers that we're keeping things out of landfills yep. um, it makes sense to recycle um, but there are times where i think you need to cut bait and say Maybe I've got too much, or this box is not very good quality. I'm going to get rid of this box. Yes. I don't think the quality. Man, oh, yeah. this box is dirty. Maybe it got waterlogged at one point. I got to get rid of this box. You know, I still think that you can be picky with the boxes that you choose to use. If you have your neighbors drop them off, for instance, there's going to be boxes where you're like, nope, that's going to yep. recycling. Um, yep. The other option, and I don't know, I don't know if there's any legality, you know issues with this but a lot of communities have giant recycling dumpsters in their communities we have one in just in oakwood just down the street by the university where they have three huge just massive um uh, cardboard box recycling dumpsters massive i'm talking about like oh, that's that's where i would be so and i don't know i've never done it i've dropped things off there that i was finally glad to get out of my garage but that might be another option if you're comfortable doing that. Um, yeah. And I think they even probably have some places there, like places like that where they have plastics. And I would guess that maybe you're going to find some things, bubble wrap and stuff. Yeah. I got a message from uh, one of Christie's cousins or, or second cousins or something the other day. And he's like, the place I work now, like, do you need any shipping supplies? I said, well, mostly boxes and stuff. He's like, oh, well, if I have boxes, I'll save them. But the place I work has a lot of scrap bubble wrap. And I'm like, I've done that. I've saved the scrap bubble wrap. And it can be very space consuming yeah. when you're That's trying to true. do that. As opposed to, I've got these neatly packed rolls that are easy to pull. I'm not searching for decent bubble wrap. Um, but I was, really, I was really happy to hear that. I've got a lot of people by, again cross-posting from Instagram onto Facebook. I've got a lot of family members uh, and friends who are commenting on things or asking questions. I had a guy ask today about, like, have you found a my buddy? Like, I, you know, now you found that glowworm. Did you find a my buddy? I said, I haven't, but there is some value there, especially for the uh, African-American or the, the black uh, my buddy doll. That one sells for like 70 bucks if you ever find wow. it. There's also one called Kid Sister. And 
we just kind of had a little bit of a conversation about about what I'm looking for. And it's like, I'm looking for the baby boomers who kids are gone, but they still have their stuff somewhere in the garage or, or attic or basement. Those are the people I'm looking for because that's the stuff I really like to sell. And, and to be honest, that's stuff that's really typically pretty valuable as kids, mm-hmm. you know, the toys that were popular in the eighties and nineties. And now that we're in 2020, 2000 to 2010, there's a lot of value there. Yeah. Um, you know, that's almost vintage now. That's crazy. That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> that's ridiculous. I got fine wine. Um, so if I could leave you guys with anything as, as you're searching your boxes, do not search. Don't go to restaurants. Like, do not get food boxes. Those boxes are not the same. Most of them do not close all the way and they'll you'll just have a big hole in the middle of the bottom of the box so food boxes are almost almost a no-go plus typically you're going to have grease and a lot of crap in those so that's that's a no-go don't do not waste your time with the food boxes if if you're going to go out searching for them once i did one there was one box i recycled i did it one time and then i threw all of them out and i would recommend maybe against it um diaper boxes although the diaper boxes have some they're substantial they they Mm -hmm. have good weight to them they they seem like they hold up pretty well they do have the the opening in the bottom a little bit um i shipped i shipped a nintendo in one of those ones so one of the the one that came back and i almost Mm -hmm. wondered now there were issues with that nintendo and i've had issues trying to get it to work since i had no issue Mm -hmm. when i sent it I've had issues since, but I almost wondered, man, is it because I sent it in that damn box? You know, so, you know, think, think things through. Um, the other thing I would say, and Brandon, I don't know if you do it. I don't like a bunch of extra labels on the box when I ship them out, if I'm reusing them. Um, so for 20 to 30 bucks, I picked up a heat gun and I use the heat gun and what they call a Scotty peeler that you can buy online. And these help to get labels off of things. Maybe you've got a price tag from a thrift store. Maybe you've got, I mean, you've been there before. Hmm. There's nothing worse than removing a price tag from Valley Thrift. Yeah. Jesus, Jesus H. Christ, uh, mm-hmm. why are those things so big? And what kind of adhesive are they using on those things? Um, they're thermal, which you could tell as soon as you put the heat gun on, they turn black. But they leave such residue that you've got to use then goo gone to get that, to get it off of there. That's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. It is. So anyways, um, I think this was a good topic. I'm glad you brought it up and we can can bring another topic that is of substance to the next podcast. So everybody uh, until next time, when you're out there looking for treasures, uh, when you're looking at, you know, looking for, for something to resell, uh, just remember to flip it. Curiously. Right. And follow us on all different social medias and things. Everywhere you can. Everywhere you can. We need the support. And share all right, it with buddy. all we'll of your friends. We'll see you next time. Go Browns. Go Browns. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. So 